Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Eugene Meltzner here, inviting you to join today's assemblage of characters and myself for an extended period of discovery, imagination, and exhilaration. Uh, excitement, that is. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Can I see your license registration, please? Oh, hi. How you doing? You're in a room full of Eugene's. I'm not going to tell you again. Jail? You can't do this to me. Case dismissed. You gotta get me out of here now. Precisely where in Colorado are we? I don't know. I was on a nice little road that suddenly fed onto this highway. May I ask why you're traveling so slowly? Ah, the truck can't handle the altitude too well. Engine chokes out at speeds higher than 40 miles an hour. I see. Can't believe the maniacs they let on the road these days. What is this? I think he wants you to pull over. What? How can that be? I, I didn't do anything wrong. There must be some explanation. Are your license plates at current specifications? Yes. Can I see your license registration, please? Uh, of course, officer. Yeah, here they are. Um, may I ask what I did wrong? Uh, yeah, my radar clocked you at 32 miles an hour. Do you realize that there is a minimum speed limit of 40 miles an hour on this stretch of interstate? I'm afraid I'm going to have to write up a citation. A citation? You're giving me a ticket for going too slow? Yes, we have a minimum speed limit to prevent cars from becoming a hazard for other drivers. Well, with all the people flying by me at 100 miles an hour, you're calling me a hazard? Well, now, Mr. Walton, if I allowed you to get away with breaking the law, what would that be communicating to you? I have to call this in. Stay here until I get back, okay? Yeah, all right. I can't believe this. I... Hey. Wait a minute. I think I heard about something like this. Something like what? Policemen giving out fake tickets to gullible tourists. Yeah, they come up with trumped-up charges and laws, and then the city makes all this money on tickets, and then they buy baseball stadiums and stuff. Of course, that's it. I'm gonna fight this thing. No, they're not gonna get away with it. Appearance will be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Now I'll need your signature in a few places. All right. Meaning we'll be staying here overnight? Well, what's the matter? Looks like a nice enough town. I was merely considering the financial ramifications of this prospect. Don't you think it would appeal more to common sense to simply pay the fine instead of paying hotel and eating expenses for an extra night in this town? Sign here, please. Okay. Now, this has nothing to do with common sense, Eugene. It's a, it's a matter of principle. But how do you intend to prove your innocence? And here. Yeah, but, oh, all right. Uh, well, I'm going to... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll... I'll tell them what happened. That's what I'll do. I, any reasonable judge would... Excuse me. May I offer a suggestion? Yeah, what's that? A suggestion as to your defense. Mm -hmm. Working here in the courthouse gives me a slight advantage on such matters. Yeah, well, sure. Go ahead. 
In actuality, I'm not supposed to disclose this information, but have you ever heard of Johnson versus Arizona? No. Of course, Johnson versus Arizona, a classic case of a policeman's word against that of an ordinary citizen. How did Johnson ever think he could beat the entire state of Arizona? You mean you're familiar with it? Only as well, a cursory I... interest. But you are correct. That would be a magnificent precedent to use. Look, it would, I did... It would be the simplest precedent. However... If you want to stretch your imagination slightly, mm -hmm. there are literally hundreds of other cases you could use. Warren versus Jordan, Masco versus Georgia. Uh, I don't really you think don't the Masco case might be overly circumstantial? It depends on the angle. Uh -huh. Though there was a famous related case which would serve you even better. It's called the, the Fillmore, Fillmore Act of, of 1974. 1974. Of course. Of Always course. my first choice. Now, excuse me. Can I go now or do you two want to get married first? I'm sorry. Now. Simply bring these with you to court tomorrow. Thanks. And heed the advice of your friend. He knows whereof he speaks. Yeah, sure. Johnson versus Fillmore. Already. It was most enjoyable meeting you. Allow me to introduce myself. Eugene Meltzner. Bryant Jennings. Nice to meet you. I don't believe I've ever seen you around here. Are you from Oak Park? Oh, no. Mr. Walton and I are merely passing through on our journey to San Diego. It's a pity about the delay, but it afforded me the pleasure of meeting you. I wish you could meet... Wait a minute. Several of my friends and I are getting together tonight. We discuss philosophies, theories. Would you both like to join us? Well, thanks, We'd but I'd love to. Great. I can't believe you talked me into this. Well, I only thought that since Bryant helped us prepare for your case, you should in gratitude accept his invitation. Yeah, well, gratitude is one thing, but this is too much. I mean, it's not like this man saved my life. Greetings. Glad you could attend. Come in. Greetings. Hi, Thank you for your generous invitation to two vagabonds of life's and Colorado's highway. Let me introduce you. Jeffrey, come here. I'd like you to meet Eugene and Bernard. They're just passing through on their way to San Diego. How you doing? Nice to meet you. What is it that you do, Eugene? I am a student at Campbell College in Odyssey. Oh, would that be named after Thomas Campbell? Yes, we must learn our lessons in verse. <laughs> oh, I've used that witticism a myriad of times. Actually, it is Josiah Campbell. Good thing. If it was Thomas Campbell, you'd be programming computers in Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was Malcolm Campbell, you'd be required to drive 260 miles an hour to class. <laughs> or if it were Beatrice Tanner Campbell, the final exam would be a performance of The Merchant of Venice. <laughs> oh, or, or if it was Harry Campbell, it uh, no. Wait a minute, that, never mind. That's my cousin. You wouldn't know him. Well, did you hear about the new bill in Congress? Excuse me. Yes? You wouldn't happen to have anything to eat around here, would you? Oh, yes. Over there, in the atrium. Oh, thanks. I read in the congressional record today that the there's what? actually a bill... What did he say? These newfangled houses can't just have living rooms anymore. Uh, excuse me. Oh, hello. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, where's the art, uh, uh, Amher, uh, the food? Oh, that's right behind you. Right behind me. Oh, uh, bowl of trail mix. I knew I should have eaten before I came. My name's Elizabeth. Oh, hi. How are you doing? How am I? Well, contrary to all the negative factors that have been impressed upon me in the previous six to seven days, I feel rather energetic, if not vigorous. How are you? Excuse me. I need some air. <sighs> okay, Bernard, now what? You're in a room full of Eugenes. Maybe I can just sit in a corner somewhere and they'll leave me alone. Bravo. Thank you. Oh, 
Oh, Eugene, that was remarkable. Yeah, I've never heard a ukulele played so elegantly before. Could you play another tune? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Eugene can perform some more later on, but we still have a video to watch. Oh, really? Which one? The Reykjavik Chronicles. You jest. I adore that film. Oh, that's it's wonderful. a masterpiece. Oh, yes, it's our favorite, too. The cinematography is extraordinary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful, isn't it? Hey, you got any more of those trail mix? Oh, sorry. I'll go back to my corner. As I was saying, the cinematography is extraordinary. The montage, the directing... Hmm. Nice room. I'll take the far bed. That's acceptable to me? Boy, am I bushed. I cannot fully express the delightful time I had tonight. I never knew there was a group of people like that on the entire planet. Depends on what planet you're talking about. I, you know, I felt so comfortable with them, I found myself not wanting to leave. I'd be hard-pressed to think of any place I would have rather have been tonight. I could think of a couple. Prison, Antarctica. Hmm, what? Well, if there's a perfect place in the world for you, Eugene, it's here. Now, I need to get some sleep so I don't fall asleep in court tomorrow. Mind if I use the bathroom first? Huh? Oh, oh, by all means. <sighs> a delightful evening. The defendant pleads not guilty. Could you explain, please? I wasn't going that fast. If the judge does not accept the Masco precedent, simply read the Fillmore Act of 1974. Ah, <sighs> got it. Now... When do I mention the scam? I attempted to explain this before. You have no evidence of a scam taking place. You need to win this case by legal precedence only. All right. All right, I got it. Thanks for helping me, Eugene. My pleasure. Bernard Walton? Uh, yes, sir, that's me. Mr. Walton, you've been charged with going under the speed limit on the interstate. How do you plead? Uh, not guilty. The defendant pleads not guilty. Could you explain, please? Uh, yes. Um, just a second. Uh, <clears throat> here it is. <clears throat> uh, in 1973, in Johnson versus Arizona, a trial ensued that has influenced the judicial uh, system excuse in... Excuse me, uh, could you stop a moment? Yes. Maybe just tell me what happened when you were stopped for going under the minimum speed limit. Well, I, I was uh, getting to that. Do so. Uh, it, it's right here in Appendix B. Uh, fine, read that. It'd be a whole lot better if I could do the whole thing, Your I'm Honor. I'm sure it'll be fine if you just skip to Appendix B. But I really think I could make a better case if I you could... You got a traffic ticket, Mr. Walton. You didn't sell U.S. military secrets. Uh, so you just want me to forget all about this and skip to Appendix B? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, here it is. Uh, I was traveling on the interstate but at a slow pace due to the inabilities of my vehicle to go over 40 miles per hour. Uh, wait a minute. Why couldn't your car go over 40? Well, it's, it's an old truck, and it's not used to the altitude. Oh, so you were driving an impaired vehicle? Oh, yes. No. I mean, it wasn't until I got here. Why didn't you get it fixed before you drove it? It didn't need fixing. It's your altitude. All right, then. We'll simply have your truck adjusted before you leave town, and we'll dismiss the fine. No. No? Why should I pay to have my truck adjusted when I'm just passing through? Because your slow driving is a hazard. Be careful, Mr. Walton. I could have you pay to adjust your truck and pay the traffic fine. You can't do that. Watch me. Mr. Walton, you're sentenced to vehicular repairs and the fine ensued upon the receipt of the citation. Next. I have a precedent. Yes, I do. Wait a minute. Right here. 
Mr. Walton, I have many other cases to do today. Johnson versus Arizona. Mr. Walton! The man took on an entire state. I'm not going to tell you again. It's a scam. I heard about this on TV. You're all con artists. I need to get one of those hammers. One more word out of you and I'll find you in contempt of court. Give a man a hammer, he goes power crazy. I heard that. That does it, Mr. Walton. I find you in contempt of court and sentence you to 72 hours in the city jail or until you pay the fine, which I have now doubled. Jail? 72 hours, case dismissed. I'll appeal. You can't do this to me. It's a matter of principle. Eugene, just the man I wanted to see. Mr. Walton's entire case did not work. He was charged with contempt of court and thrown into jail. You're joking. Did he use Johnson versus Arizona? Well, he tried, but he was only able to articulate a small part of it. This is incredible. Is there anything you can do to help? Have they set a fine? Yes, but he left the courtroom proclaiming that he would never pay it. Well, actually, the only course of action he could take right now is to pay it. I really can't help you. I see. Sorry. But I'm still glad you came by. I've got great news for you. What is it? Remember I told you about my uncle's computer company? Yes. I told him about you, and he wants to talk to you. Talk to me? Whatever for? There's a position opening up in the programming department. He wants you to interview for it. Me? But where's the company? That's the best part. It's only about 20 miles away. You could live here. I could live here? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Indeed. I must say I do feel at home here. Then what should I tell my uncle? Tell him? I'll meet with him as soon as possible. Fantastic. I know you'll get it. You're going to be a great addition to our group. Yes, I suppose I will. <sighs> Don't they ever clean these cells? Hey, could somebody send in a squeegee? Hey. Huh? Well, who is that? Over here, next cell. Oh. Well, didn't see you over there. No, you've been too busy cleaning up. Why are you doing that? Uh, just trying to make this place a little more bearable. Yeah. Uh, why are you in? Traffic violation. Ah, yes. <laughs> the old traffic violation scam. That <laughs> yeah, doesn't surprise me. Uh, how long are you in for? 72 hours. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sure is. But I guess I'd better go ahead and pay so I can get out of here. No. No? No, don't do it. Don't let them get to you. Come again? That's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to fold under their pressure just so they can show you that they're in charge. <laughs> well, they're not. Yeah, well, actually, they are. Who says so? Did they ever ask your permission to be in charge? No. Did the policeman give you a chance to argue when you were stopped? As a matter of fact, no. Did they even let you say what you wanted to say in court? No, they didn't. Of course they didn't. It's a scam. You know, I kind of thought that way from the very beginning. Y you must be right. Of course I'm right. This is America, after all. That's right. They can't get away with this. Uh, so, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do? I'm going to write my congressman. No. No? Not quite. Tell you what you're gonna do. Uh -huh. You're gonna wait them out. You're gonna stay in this jail and enjoy yourself because you know what? What? That's exactly what they don't want. Uh, they want to break you, but you can't let that happen. Yes, that's it. I'll wait them out. 
you'll wait them out? That's right. This is all a scam, Eugene, and I can't just pay the fine and let them get away with it. It's a matter of principle. But what about the rest of our journey? Well, it's going to have to wait. But don't you understand? No, Eugene, don't even try to argue. My mind is made up. So just go on out of here and have a good time with your friends because I'm staying right here. Well, it's just as well as I've been offered a position at a local computer company and I... Yeah, well, that's good because there's no telling how long I'll be staying here. Okay, well, I... Guess I'll be going now. All right. Well, I'll see you. Wait a minute. Did he say he was offered a job? All right. Uh, why don't we all sit down? Okay. Let's get started. Before we start, let me just tell you what I have planned tonight. After our discussion, we're going to hear an insightful rendition of the Blue Danube on the ukulele by Eugene. Oh, how Wonderful. exciting. And then we've got a video, the Reykjavik Chronicles. Oh, oh yes. I love that film. So, uh, let's get started with our discussion. Okay. okay. Tonight's topic is philosophy, science or speculation. Hmm. Oh, good. Let's open up the floor for discussion. Okay. Well, I've always agreed with Russell's theory. Uh, very oh, good. So yes. Do I. So yes. do I. Uh, anybody else? Hmm? All right. That was good. Uh, anybody want some trail mix? Uh, sure. Uh, excuse me. Yes, Eugene. Um... That was the discussion? Yes. No arguments, no opposing theories, no debate? We're all agreed. Why do we need to debate it? Yes. Well, primarily because that's the very definition of the word discussion. Do you agree with the Russell theory? Well, of course I do. But is there no one in this room who thinks any differently? My apologies. Um, forgive Eugene. He's had a lot on his mind since this afternoon. Would you like me to tell them? Uh, tell them? Eugene is going to work at Compco starting in three weeks. Oh, oh wonderful. that's wonderful. Well, uh, actually, uh, actually, Brian's uncle has only just offered me the position this afternoon. I haven't given him an answer yet. What do you mean? I mean, I have yet to accept the position offered me. But why wouldn't you accept it? Well, I'm still considering my options. What options? What possible reason could there be for not accepting the position? Well, you know, I'm simply weighing all the pros and cons. What cons? Am I mistaken in thinking that this is the opportunity of a lifetime for you? What do all of you think? Is Eugene being absurd in thinking of not taking this job? Yes, Comco's a wonderful place to work. You're being quite foolish if you don't take the job. It's unanimous, Eugene. What's the problem? Well, I simply um, have other things to consider. For instance, Odyssey. <laughs> I'm not certain I want to forsake my ties there. You mean you don't want to leave your friends? Please, Eugene, you're an adult. Yes. You're not going to let emotions make this decision for you. Well, I... You've got to let that go. Now, I do think that emotions must, of course, you're be You're being analyzed. immature. Yes, think about your future. Yes. Well, I must say that there are people in Odyssey whom I would greatly miss. Who are these people, Eugene? Are you going to miss your small-town rustic friends? Yeah. Tell me, Eugene, where else are you going to find a group of people that are on your intellectual level? Certainly not in Odyssey. Well, yeah. actually, it's... He's oh. right. Frankly, we're surprised you haven't simply shriveled up and died there. Yes, how could you ever expect to strengthen your character in a place like that? Yes. Quite easy, actually. It's, it's simply Think about, about it, Eugene. You belong with people like us. Your equals, if not your betters. Not those small-minded yokels in Odyssey. It's a clear decision, Eugene. Listen to us. Let us help you. Yes. And indeed, you have helped me. Good. I have come to a decision. It was nice meeting all of you. Farewell. Guard! Hey, guard out there! Have you noticed something? We're not breaking 
In fact, I'm getting ready to throw a party. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to be in here. I want to live in this cell. Here, look here. I I'm putting up curtains. I think everyone out there is asleep. I wish I was. Uh, come on, Bernard. Sing with me. Sing. My eyes have seen the glory. Look, uh, Stanley, Stanley, could we maybe just call it a day and pick up tomorrow? I mean, it's getting late, and you've been doing that all night. What? You want to sleep? Well, uh, are you not willing to sacrifice sleep in order to bring justice to America? Huh? Uh, you want to hear what I've sacrificed? Stanley, I'd like to hear it. Tomorrow. I've been in and out of jail for eight years. I haven't seen my wife and kids for six months. Six months! I've given up my career, my possessions. <sighs> Ten years of higher education gone for naught. Really? You've given up all that? Yes, and I'd do it again. All for the sake of the revolution. Well, look, now, I'm not here to start a revolution. Then why are you here, hmm? Well, I'm here to stand up for my principles. <laughs> yeah? What principles? You know, what we were talking about during the waking hours. I was talking about revolution, overthrowing the system. What were you talking about, huh, Bernard? Well, not that, exactly. I knew it. You're one of those. Those? Who those? You're not really in here as a matter of principle. You're in here because you got your poor little pride hurt. What? You got a ticket, and you didn't want to pay it. Big deal. I should have figured. Well, now, wait a minute. Am I, I right or am I right? Well, uh... it's not too late. If you really care about this cause, join me. Come on, Bernard, repeat after me. I, a citizen of the new revolution. The man's a loon. Say it. I, I a citizen of the new revolution. I will not sit idly by and allow my country to be degraded. Uh, Mr. Walton? Uh, uh, Eugene. I apologize for coming this late, but Come on, I... Bernard, repeat. I will not sit idly by and allow my country to be degraded. I try to ignore him. Uh, I will not sit idly by and allow my country to be degraded. And I am willing to stay in this jail for a hundred years if necessary. What? And I am willing to stay in this jail for a hundred years if necessary. You've got to get me out of here now. Hey, what did you just say? You want to leave? I was actually coming here to convince you to reconsider, but you already have? Never. He shall never reconsider. I've reconsidered. Get the guard. All right. No! No, Bernard! Oh, you've betrayed me! You've betrayed the revolution! Ah, well, it is good to be back on the road. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah? Though I'm not entirely certain I understand your change of heart. Uh, Eugene, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It was something about that loon in the jail. Really? What about him? Well, you reminded me too much of someone I know. Who could that be? Me. And it was pretty scary. I see. Interestingly enough, I had a similar experience. Uh -huh. There was something about my new friends that seemed too familiar. So that job you were offered? I turned it down. Uh-huh. Uh, all for the best, I guess. Alas, it seemed like paradise for a short time. Almost too good to be true. Well, anything that seems too good to be true probably is. Indeed. So, where to now? Yeah, grab a map and let me know. Aye, aye. Oh, and Eugene. Uh, yes, Mr. Walton? Watch the speed limit signs. Uh, yes, sir. Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so man sharpens another. One way that God speaks to us is through other people. And sometimes the people who help us the most are the ones who are different from us.
You know, I think Eugene and Bernard learned that lesson. They thought they would enjoy being with people who were just like themselves. But what they really needed was someone who had a different view of life. Even if we don't look at things in exactly the same way all the time, we should thank God for people who are different from us. Adventures and Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Third Degree was written by Marshall Younger and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.